Join the zone in ARUP Friday, August 9th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at ARUP 9786 South, 500 West in Sandy. Come save a life and donate some blood. It only takes 30 minutes and you'll receive a Megaplex gift card, popcorn voucher, and jazz gear. Time now to talk college football with Ron McBride, the former Utah and Weber State head coach, who's at Utah State with Gary Anderson today. He joins us on the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Mac, good morning. Good morning, David. How are you? Doing well this morning. Not as well as PK, but, you know, not half bad. What's up? I said I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm not doing as well as PK, but I'm not half bad. Yeah, PK. He's a, he he's signed a new contract or something. He's he's uh he's like a, he's, a, he's riding a high horse right now. <laughs> I am living large, Coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so you're up at Utah State, and they've got an odd situation there where the Aggies have a quarterback back that everyone is excited to see play, but. They're going to have nine new starters on offense. You're an old offensive line coach. Uh, is that O line going to come together? How's that progressing? Well, yesterday, yesterday they got their butt kicked pretty good by the defense. So it was, uh, it was kind of a kind of a mismatch. But uh, but they're you know they're they're uh, you know they're they're learning kind of you know progress one step at a time but I think they'll, they'll be a good group before it's all over just they got a lot of young players in the offensive line and um, they got one guy who's played considerably the left tackle is, is back and I think he'll be a, a good player but the right tackle will be new the right guard will be new the center will be new the left guard will be new so yeah he's got uh, TJ Woods has a real job ahead of him uh, you know, you have to get eight guys that can play, and I think they have eight. But they, you know, but they're going to have to they have to bring them along pretty quickly. So Utah has some similar situation, not as drastic, but they do need to replace some guys along their offensive line, and they've got an experienced quarterback too coming back. How much can an experienced quarterback, if at all, make up for inexperience along the offensive line? Well, if you can't protect the passer, you got a problem. So, you know, uh, the thing up here, you just got to keep everything clean off the love and let him play football. And that's going to be the old line has to make sure that they're really good at, at particularly the wide pass rush. Their inside sets are good. They, you know, they got to be they got to be solid across the line and let let the quarterback play. And and uh, you know, just I was up at Utah's practice um, last week and really was impressed with everything they're doing. I, I think they're. I think they're they're going to be a tough out for anybody. I mean, they got they got the answers and they got players and they get, they're very fundamentally extremely sound. They possess the ball correctly. They they finish the, they finish the reps correctly. They, they their habits are very good. So that that team is is that team is a very good football team. And they they know how to practice. They know how to. I think Ludwig has really done a great job off with the offense because they really are very sound 
their approach. So is Andy a good match for Kyle? Is this going to work? Is this what the Utes needed all along as they've gone through all these offensive coordinators? Yeah, I got loud. Is Andy Ludwig the right match for Kyle Whittingham? Is he the guy Kyle needed all along? Yeah, oh yeah. I, well, Andy fits Kyle's personality because Andy's a very, uh, you know, kind of a stoic kind of guy, and he's just a biz- all business, you know. And, and uh, he's a real film junkie. He's a he's a, a fundamentally sound football coach, and he understands how to fit the players to a system. And I tell you what, their 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 efficiency, I thought was was really good. Like the inside drill, they had that one day. I mean, I think that I think the center has really improved a lot. I mean, they were hitting that inside drill really well, and they had the four running backs that were taking reps. I mean, they could hit it and get it. You know, I mean, they come out the back end and they're still going. They they finish their reps and. Uh, and just everything is sound, you know, just, you know, the, how they possess the football, how they finish the reps. And, and that's all comes from Ludwig, you know, making sure that here's what, here's what I expect. And obviously making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. So Ludwig is talking about, and Tyler Huntley is talking about, getting the quarterback under center more as opposed to in the shotgun. Why would they do that, and what are the advantages there? Well, I think the, the reason, that, see, Andy likes, he likes the, the, uh, a little more of a power game and a running game, and he likes, the, he likes the boot, and he likes play action. And also they use, they'll, they'll use fly motion a lot, uh, and it's more it's it's a little bit better when you're under center when you use the fly motion that's what that's what you use Covey for is is the fly motion you know and and, uh, and force people to either rotate the secondary to to cover the fly guy or or run a guy through with them which means that that you got a chance Covey's got a chance to, or who's ever playing the slot. He's got a chance to make some huge plays in the run game. Ron McBride joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So you clearly listened to the shows because you knew that uh, PK was getting a new contract. So you picked that up on a show. Uh, when you hear the stuff we're talking about on in sports radio and the media, what are we missing about the local teams in the coming season? About the what? About the local football teams. Oh, about the Logan football team? The local football teams. Oh. You gotta kinda you gotta give me that again, David. Alright. You listen you listen to the local shows and you hear right. what we're talking about and what we think about the teams, but you're actually in the practices we're not allowed to go to. What right. what are we missing? I mean, we're not seeing something about these teams, and you know it because you're there. What is it? Right. Well, I think uh, what you're missing is just just what you see. For instance, at Utah State, the defense is very sound. Their front their front guys use their hands extremely well. 
they're real gap efficient, and they're very confident defensively. You know, I mean, they 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 really they play with a with a with a little bit of a swagger, and they're and they're uh, and they really believe in what they're doing and their their technique, especially the front guys are, are very good. And then the thing you miss with the with the and the offensive and defensive line at Utah is just the fact that you got you got you got some big athletic guys banging around and, and guys that can play. I mean, the front the Utah front is and, and Utah added three or four guys to the front. They they got a defensive end that, that's a true freshman from uh uh, Punahou High School in Hawaii. That that guy is a beast, and and he's he'll probably I, I I don't know for sure, but he'll probably get reps as a as a true freshman. He, I mean he's the he's a real deal. I mean he's a nice player. He if physically he looks, you know, you see him coming to to, to the eat hall and he walks in. He say, Oh my God, who's that guy? You know. <laughs> Oh, that's that freshman kid from Punahou, and then you go out and watch him, and he's he's a he's a real deal. And, and the the um, uh, Johnny, the, the the kid who just came off his mission, kid from East High School. I tell you what, he took a rep in, in practice where he got beat on a on a protection, and he was able to adjust his feet and come back and make the block after he was already beat. And I, I think that he's got a chance to be a really big time player because he's got he's got really got balance, you know, that he's got balance he can't teach. And he's tall and he's long and he's you know and he's gained about twenty five pounds since he came off his mission. He looks to me I was really impressed with what I saw him do just in that one the one day, particularly in the one on ones and things like that, I, I think he's going to be a really nice player. When it comes so to the NFL, thing, how good of a prospect is Jordan Love? Uh, I think really good. You know, I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's a system quarterback, which means he fits the system, and and he's very smooth in what he does. You know, the, the biggest thing with them, I think, will be just that that Pass protection is probably huge, and then getting the receivers on the same page as the quarterback, and I think that's all things that have to be done during practice. Now, the uh, the tight end that transferred in here from Utah, I think, has a real chance to really help this team, and uh, and the COC Mariner also. I think both of those guys add to what they're doing here. So. So yeah, it's uh, two different. You know, Utah is a lot more experience, is an experienced football team with a lot of with a lot of guys returning that have played a lot of football, and then with the Aggies, you know, it's it's the the offense is is really young, and they they're going to have to they're going to have to come along very quickly, and uh, so. It probably a couple of their freshman kids will probably play some. I think the the young man from East High School who's playing right tackle. I think he'll have to be counted on to do something as a freshman. Uh, so 
so yeah, so they've 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 got you know in the teaching part of the game, they, I mean they've got they've got a lot of work to do on the offensive side to get everybody on the same page. How has Gary Anderson changed since he was there the first time? Well, he, I think different circumstances because when when he came in here the first time, he had a whole rebuild to rebuild a program that hadn't had anyone in tradition for a number of years, and and, and to turn that all all around. I mean, that was a a work, very a work in progress. And then Wells kind of followed what Gary was doing, and it, and it, and. It, and Made some improvements on what he was doing, and and, uh, and then uh, they left him. So I think Gary is Gary's very happy here. Seems to be pretty relaxed and very efficient on what he's doing. He's probably not, maybe not as stressed, maybe as he was when he first came up here, when he first was the head coach, because he's probably more confident in what he's doing. Coach, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we will see you at games this year. Okay, David. You guys have a good day. All right? All right, we will. You uh, too. Okay. All right, see you. Okay. Ron McBride checking in here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You may get the last laugh. Because? Because that tight end that he was talking about at Utah State. Caleb Rep. It took 10 years, but you may get the last laugh. Because <laughs> go back, I think it was 2010, 2011, where you when asked he was an 18 year old freshman. When you asked every single guest that we had, hey, how about Caleb Rep? I remember one time you asked Hands, Caleb Rep, and Hands didn't want to say, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not what I'm talking so, about. So he gave an answer because <laughs> he didn't want to embarrass you. <laughs> It's what the people who are picking receivers of the year are talking about. A defensive guy, no less. <laughs> he ought to know a good receiver when he sees one. Well, as you know, the, everybody recruits both sides of the balls, I'm sure you know. But not California. That, this particular recruiter did not recruit California. No, at this point, he'd seen them in, in practices. <laughs> I like, but stick to your guns. Even though you've been wrong all this time, don't admit it. I'm not wrong. As you said, I ask questions. <laughs> That's, that's what I love about you, man. You that's what not, I love about you. You, you have no regard in. for the facts. <laughs> it's just about how you can make fun of DJ. <laughs> Change the argument. Good. Even better. You were dead wrong on a kid. You kept, I kept thinking, why does he keep asking about him? <laughs> and the other kid, the Tolatow kid, you kept asking. Smack told you about him. So one guy tells you about him. Well, that's it, man. And you kept beating those two guys into the ground. <laughs> There was another coach who liked him. It was very relieved that he didn't have to play him. <laughs> okay. You can stick stick to your guns, man. I like it. Keep going. Keep going strong. Keep trying to enforce a wrong opinion. That that only makes you sound smarter, not not dumber. So I like it. I like when you stick to it when you're clearly just up in the night. Not, not it, my it, opinion. It makes for Coach's good. opinion. Now pass the buck even better. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. You're making a stronger argument. But you may get the last laugh on rep when he becomes the next Todd Christensen. This is your chance. 
<laughs> Except I didn't know he was good. I never saw him do anything. Just got told. Don't own it. Right. Keep passing yeah. the ball. Don't put it on yourself. You had nothing to do with it. I get it. I understand that. I, I like it. You just... Somebody told me, and therefore I took it as gospel truth. I did no research on my own, but I'm not expected to because somebody told me, so I'm off the hook. I like that. Not just somebody, <laughs> as you well know. Not just somebody told Good. me. Even build it up even more. Uh-huh. Keep going. Keep going. See, this is what you do. <laughs> this is what you do. Keep building it up even more. <laughs> even better. This is awesome. DJ so PK, it's you're 97. Gonna get, you're going to get the last lap. Todd Christensen is going to play tight end for the U, uh, Aggies this year. 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. <laughs> and now, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Team USA beginning preparations for the World Cup of Basketball in Las Vegas yesterday. Jazz star Donovan Mitchell in training camp working out with the team, and it looks like his odds to play a lot are going up as several players have withdrawn from the team. According to reports, Golden State Warriors' Draymond Green a player option on the final year of his four-year $100 million contract extension. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson's max contract extensions do not have player options. Vince Carter signed with the Atlanta Hawks. He'll play a record 22nd season in the NBA. He's got a one-year deal. Major League Baseball, Javier Baez goes deep twice as the Cubs beat the A's. Six to five. The Bees lose to New Orleans. They're off today. Open a series in Omaha tomorrow, six o'clock here there on the Zone Sports Network. Top of the wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save. That's Diamond Airport Parking. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Joining us now, you know him, you love him, it's Frank Dolce. Jason Shelley, Tyler Huntley, both returning. Huntley really nominated as the starter, rightfully so. How do you feel about the quarterback situation right now with those two? It feels like there's a good guy in the starter position and a guy with a lot of game experience that has proven himself as a maybe even better than what your standard backup might be in the league. So I think the quarterback position seems really really solid for Utah right now. Two guys in Huntley and Shelley that have similar skill sets, so you don't really have to change the offense around. I think it's really positive at the quarterback position. Utah, I don't know if they could do any better right now at that position group. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, so we have a big picture plan, and then we just, each day we evaluate where we are, but so far there haven't been any setbacks, and he was throwing the ball hard today. He, he threw a couple of, couple of balls that were tough throws and awkward body position and threw it hard, and Saturday threw, threw one about 45 yards in the air uh, that was a pretty hard throw as well, so he's looks like he's ready to me. All right, Zach Wilson. He's throwing the ball all over the field, PK. Go worry about something else. You know, I haven't been worried about it. You haven't. I think other people have. But now nobody needs to worry. I don't know that's, why they've been worried about that's it. That's A-Rod, passing game coordinator there. Throws look good to him. And I have never known in all the years I've discussed with A-Rod on tape and not just conversation, I've never known him to say something that was blatantly untrue. Ever. So he can throw it 45 yards. If he says he throws it 45 yards, then he can throw it 45 yards. 
you know, you know, you may get every coach. You may get a little more insight that you don't you that you don't have on tape. Uh, but when they say it on tape, some co- some coaches uh, kind of uh, what I don't want to say BS, but maybe just alter it a little bit. But I've never known a Rod to say something that wasn't true. So I believe the kid will be ready to go. They've been saying this all along. I'm excited for him to. To see what he can do, man. I think Zach Wilson has a chance to be the biggest breakout star. You always hear that, you know, as we build up, as we get, we're approaching, it's a week into training camp starting tomorrow. So we're getting to that dog day type where we need games. And we say, oh, who's going to be the biggest breakout star or whatnot? And so you maybe not consider him as a breakout star because he played last year. But I, I consider him a potential breakout star. He was good last year. Under the circumstances. Well, now this this season, it's, it's not are, under the circumstances. Exactly. You're either you, good, yes, or you're very good, right, or you're not good. Whatever, however average, it shakes whatever. out. Yeah. yeah, but it's not going to be under the circumstances. He's not going to be graded on a curve now because he had a fair amount of experience, and you know he didn't play spring ball. But they tell you he's a film junkie, blah 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 blah, and I believe all that. And you can get a little bit better that way by studying stuff. And so now I'm expecting him to have a really good season. Knowing that, I've been wrong on that stuff before because quarterback is such a fickle position. If you we're talking about Oregon the other day, they're going to have this best defensive end, number one recruit in the country. He's probably going to be really good. There's not much trick to that. Yeah, just go get that guy. Beat the guy in front of you yeah. and go make the play. And, and then it, if you get doubled, you open it up for other And people. if you got that type of size and athleticism, you're probably going to be able to do that. When the kid from St. George Sewell went up there as an offensive lineman, go hold that guy in front of you. I don't mean literally hold him, but hold him off. And sure enough, boom, he starts first game as a freshman. He was going to be really good, and he is really good. Oregon has a great offensive line returning, and he's probably the best one. And the other guys are all seniors and been starters for years. Uh, so you expect that. Quarterback, you never really know. But I just get a good feeling about Zach Wilson. I'm expecting him to be really good. Are they going to have the running game to keep everybody honest? So he's not playing against everyone stacked to stop him. Well, because I got to admit, when I heard they really wanted to get Tyson Williams in, and it was a long, you know, graduate transfer, and it's a long thing, you know, on the academic side to get him in, and they really wanted it to happen, uh-huh. but they didn't know it was going to happen. I thought, well, he's coming from an SEC school. He'll probably be an upgrade. They had to go, in the words of their offensive coordinator, they had to go running back by committee. Well, they need bodies, right? And at so now least. this is this is going to be it. But now eh, he may not be the guy. He could be one of the guys, and it may be running back by committee. Now the whole committee could be better. You know, if everybody's a little bit better, correct. It doesn't mean it's a huge negative. But I I got to admit, I thought coming in, given the issues they had at running back that he'd be the guy. I didn't know if he'd be 1,000-yard guy or 1,200-yard guy or 800-yard guy, but I thought he'd be the guy. You thought Williams, Williams. would be the guy? Yeah. Eh, I'm not so sure about that. I didn't Me neither now. That's why I'm bringing it, yeah, but I bringing never, it up. I never thought you never thought he was really be, the guy. You thought it was if he more. was really the guy, why would he have left in the first place? Be the guy at BYU, that's different than being the guy in the oh, SEC. No, no. See, I disagree with that to an extent. Really? Yes. Not completely. I mean, Lavelle said they got athletes in the I, SEC I we just that. don't match I, up I, with. That's the one league. we got to be careful about playing those guys. I understand that. And I'm taking that into consideration. Right. Well, I, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is I didn't think he would be the overwhelming guy. I don't think that there's somebody who's on the bench 
at some SEC program and can come here and all of a sudden be a 1,200-yard rusher against... Yeah, and I wasn't sure he'd be that either. Well, I mean, I, that's why I threw out 800, and you could be the guy, you know. I think that, going back to our Caleb Rep thing, where, you know, and I was just joking with you here before, <laughs> but I've heard great didn't reports. Feel like oh, it. <laughs> I did too. I just messing with you. You knew that. I heard big-time reports, if they play this kid at tight end, he's going to be a really good tight end. And now, hopefully for him at Utah State, we'll see that. Well, Williams was a running back. Rep was a wide-out tight end, defensive end, you know what I mean? He was moved around. Mm-hmm. So going to position that he's best suited at at Utah State has an opportunity for him to flourish, and hopefully he does, and has a great season playing with a great quarterback. That would be an outstanding story. Williams was a running back. He's not changing right. positions. So if he wasn't running for six, 700 yards at South Carolina, I didn't necessarily expect him to come in and lead this team in rushing with a significant amount of yards rushing, not 450 yards. That's not good enough. You know what I mean? Well, as a matter of fact, they didn't have a 450-yard guy last year. I'm looking at their numbers now. They had four guys who ran for 300 yards, right. but nobody ran for 500. And they weren't good enough. And part of the problem right. with them was the reason why they weren't good enough is they had too many injuries. Yes. So they, I think taking him in, even if he, if he runs for 450 yards this year, it was worth having him in there because you needed bodies there. And get a kid who has been around the block and who is not a young kid. He's a man now. Right. We've talked about this. He talked about it. I saw it in an interview. He is 17, 18 years old. He's going on 23 years old. He's a man now. He's not messing around. He didn't come out here. No, he's got a plan. He's, around. he's got a plan. He's yeah. got a goal. Right. He knows what he's got to do. And so that's college football's not just a mystery his to influence him. on the team is a positive. Is an absolute positive. Yeah. Big time. I expect him to produce, but they're also high on Katoa. He's not. He's not. Uh, how can I phrase this? He's not a bad and, player. And if they end up with two six hundred yard backs, be those two guys. They're splitting time. That's the same as having a feature back get you twelve hundred. I always thought the best, and you know, whatever works is good enough. But when you go into a season, you still have a comfort level with what you've seen. I always thought, and I think it was kind of the McBride era. Maybe it was Urban too, though, where there was a back who got seventy to eighty percent of carries, and a back who got twenty to thirty percent of the carries. That always felt a little better to me. You know, the second guy may not be a star, but he's pretty good. And if you have an injury, you still have a guy who's in there who's pretty good. You know, the U, and it's, it's mostly worked out for the U. Now, last year they did have the injury, obviously, late in the season with Zach Moss. Uh-huh. They've gone a long way with giving one guy a lot of carries and keeping him healthy. And there have been some exceptions, so. and last year was one. And they've always gotten away with it. It's always made me a little nervous. They got a little burn when Booker got hurt. Yeah, it's, it's usually worked out. It's always made me a little nervous. I was always more comfortable when there was a guy who was – Getting 70, he was a guy, he got 70, 80% of the carries. But, you know, every third series or so, this other guy was coming in, and they didn't shy away from the running game when they went to their backup. Okay. But I, and I agree with all that. Right. I do think for the Cougars to have as much success as they want, they're going to have to figure out how to get the ball downfield through the air and get big plays. I'm more concerned about their receivers being able to get big plays in the pass game than I am the running backs being able to move the ball to put them in position mm. to have big plays. I, I can see that. You know, for whatever reason, the big plays have been, I don't, I don't know, you go back to the 90s, it was the whack in the Mountain West, but Utah and BYU had NFL guys catching the ball. 
tight ends, wide receivers. I mean, they had they had NFL guys, and you know, it's it's not the, it wasn't the Pac-10, and they weren't getting the first choice recruits, but they were getting guys who went and played in the NFL. And so now I look around at the Utah and BYU receiving cores and think, uh, how many NFL guys are out there? Not very many. Maybe one between them. Maybe none, depending well, on the are year. Are you including tight ends? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, because I, tight ends I, I can make big Bushman plays down the field, right? And so maybe Bushman's the guy. Now, is there a guy you know at Utah? Uh, I, I'm not sure on that. Uh, you have to see how Enos develops. But I think for BYU, some of their best teams weren't necessarily NFL wideouts, but they knew what they were doing. They knew where to go yeah. and get there. And when they got there, they knew how to catch the ball. And then and at the, least, if it's a 15-yard route, get 15 yards. I thought they were outstanding at that. And I think that's what's super important for the Cougars is to have that reliable game. And then this year, the run game is going to be augmented by a very good mobile quarterback. That's, that's why I'm, I'm extremely high on Wilson, because I think he's an excellent passer, but he can move. Kid can run. He can get out there. You know, he's, no, he's not Taysom Hill, but nobody is, really. And he can move. We saw that. We saw glimpses of it. And we're going to see more of it. Because now, see, I think Grimes and A-Rod, they couldn't unleash all that they have. And now this year, I think they can. Whatever they've got, they can put out there, and this kid can handle okay, it. So two re- okay, that's what I was going to get at. Right there. They didn't have the talent to unleash it all, or... It was year one. They were switching quarterbacks and had a freshman, and that's just too much information yeah, I think it was to more dump. The latter. And, and guys are thinking, and then you don't react as fast. Right. And now I think whatever you have, you can put on Zach Wilson, and he'll get it. He'll he'll get the mental aspect. I'm not saying you know he's Tom Brady or whatever. He's going to have to still play and learn and have mistakes and blah blah blah. But I thought last year. The learning experience he got was awesome, and I really believe that they handled him the way he should have been handled. Now I think they'll handle him with more responsibility, and I believe he'll he'll respond. If I if I look at one player out of the three teams that we cover day in and day out, who I'm most excited about, it's Wilson, because I think Jordan Love's a proven commodity. Book it, Zach Moss, proven commodity. Tyler Huntley's going to do what he does, right? So those other guys have already proven themselves. So to the you level. need you need a little mystery, but you also need a strong hint of upside, and Zach gives you those two things, so you're excited because the other much, guys yes. don't have the mystery. No, 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 no. Love is a proven commodity. Yeah. If I'm choosing one guy in this entire state, I got the first pick. We talked about if I can take one player in jazz history, who am I taking? It's Malone. If I can take one player today, if there was a draft. I take him, yeah. I, 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 and I'm. Yeah, I can see that. Everybody loves the kid. It's nothing new here. But Wilson, can I can I I can say Wilson, D- Dylan Colley made this statement. You should go back and get it, Yak. We did that interview with him. He d- he said it after the bowl game up in uh, Boise, and then we had him on uh, uh, sometime in March or April, and he said that he took a lot of heat, but he didn't care. Typical Colley fashion. I'm gonna speak the truth. And here's what I believe. And he said that I think that this kid is going to go down as one of the greats, if not the greatest. And like, oh, man, what a statement. I think there's some truth. I'm not going to go the greatest. But I think there's a possibility of one of the greatest quarterbacks 
And I could see that. Maybe I'm off base on this, but I'm way excited for his potential. Hey, I'm curious. You talked to the uh, the linebacker, the J.C. transfer. Carlson. Carlson from Ventura. I did, yes. Who uh, Kyle said, wow, getting him. And I don't know the backstory in his recruiting. Maybe I should go up there and ask around about it. Well, I did. Okay, you did? So the way Kyle said it, it made me think like— According to Kyle, I know it. Yeah, okay. It made me think the way he said it, well, it's a good thing we went and, and got him. And I don't know if he said it the last minute or if I assumed he did. You know, a lot of times yeah, it yeah. comes down, do we take one guy at this position or that position? Well, he was a commitment in May, which is late for a uh, junior college as well as a high school kid. So what are, you, what are you getting at? So you talked to him yesterday, and I just wondered what you thought coming away. He's, it looks like right now he's probably the third linebacker. Maybe fourth. Okay. I'm not sure about the uh, the depth yet. You got the kid from Brighton Lund uh, who is who in the, the mix. Uh, so I, I, have, I'm, I, I need to iron that out. That's one of the things we can ask Kyle. We can ask him tomorrow, for that matter, uh, is you know what is – He's not a big depth chart guy, you know. He always jokes on the depth chart, and 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 he'll tell you everything is fluid. Yeah, but he'll know who the third linebacker is because but, but the, t- t- today may not be October. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So that's today. What I'm saying. Today may not be the opener with BYU, and whatever it is against BYU may not be what it is for the conference opener against USC. Right. So I, the reason why I haven't pressed him, not pressed him, but asked him on that, is because I think it's developing. So it's not really worth him saying. Because right. he's not going to say definitively. Yeah. I'm just curious what you came around, you know, what he's like, what you'd heard, what, how optimistic people should be, how worried people should well, be. Well, I think they're excited to have him given the fact that they lost Bowen. He's a kid who's junior college. Ventura is an excellent junior college program. They have more than one Ventura college. They have a defensive lineman from Ventura College, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm blanking I, on his name now. I'm, but they got him the year before, I'm, I think. Uh, you know, I, Malik, I know about junior college Malik football. Haynes. And so they're excited about him. Uh, I think that he's he'll have an opportunity to play, but you know I think a lot of it is going to rest on uh, Lloyd and uh, Bernard. And I want you to hear what Dylan Colley had to say about Zach Wilson. The quarterbacks that I've been around are John Beck, Max Hall, some of the greatest of all time at BYU. I grew up around them. I watched them. And then to be able to see Zach Wilson and the way that he prepares, his attitude, the work ethic, the ability and want to get better every single day, and then you match that with his actual physical ability, there's not a whole lot standing in his way to be that for BYU. And I do think that he will end up being one of the greatest of all time at BYU, if not the greatest quarterback. No. <laughs> See? Wait a minute. And I love the Kali attitude. I know, but like, well, there's a Super Bowl champion. There's another Super Bowl champion who was BYU, the MVP. Two there's a Heisman Trophy winner. He doesn't have to be Steve Young in the NFL. There's a guy who went undefeated who I wrecked got, his I, shoulder. I got it. Yeah. What were we going to say, Yak? I was just going to say, this is you, you said he said this at the bowl game. He yeah. said, I'm an all-timer. You brought him on in February and asked him, hey, you made this comment at the bowl game. I was sitting there, and Dylan doubled down. Yeah, and that's that's in what he said. In classic Kali yeah. fashion. Yeah, well, if he's another Beck, great. Oh, awesome! I, mean, I know. Beck's senior year, 
was one of the well, yeah, and I was adding as in, good as and, a senior year, and I was adding in that maybe his sophomore and junior is a go better because the program's in a better place. I agree hundred you know, percent, and I think Bex would have had Beck a better had a sophomore junior, and junior right. season if the program was in a better place. But it was coming out of the three worst years that they had had yeah. since whenever. Well, the program's in a better place now than it was in two thousand two, three, and four, right? Hands down, no question. Yeah, so we're not expecting. Uh, the rough times to that level. I'm I'm just I'm excited for this young fella. I mean, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, man. But I'm excited for him. All right, DJ and PK. That's a lot of the stuff we've been talking about during today's show. So uh, you're up to date if you just joined us right now. And it is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Deep Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at lhmdeals.com. Your feedback next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Three, two, one, one, one. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on five. Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. BK, that was freaking awesome. And hell yeah, we want you to sing. Go for it, bro. Yes, PK. I have never heard a better analysis in my life. You are the smartest person I know, except for that you said better value instead of more value. <laughs> no, drop some Led Zeppelin on me, baby. Move over, Charles. PK is coming to eat your donuts. Go for it, bro. DJ PK, our feedback brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 9999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Your musical talents to mystify the people, but motivate them as well. You got to give them what they want, man. And apparently get. they want me to sing. What I don't get. necessarily want to sing, but they want me to sing. Yeah. I don't remember what the song was. That was a request. But you blurted something out one day when I wasn't, this is in the early days. We were in the conference room. They weren't even going to invest in a studio in us because they weren't sure how it was going to go. And it scared me. And your wife, I saw your wife like a week later and she's like, yeah, when he did that, did that scare you? I'm like, yeah, it did. He goes, yeah, he does that in the car when we're driving sometimes. Drives me nuts. Well, you guys wouldn't understand because you don't have the music in you, so you're not (laughs) prompted. When the prompts come, you've heard of great songwriters. They roll out of the sack at three in the morning and open up a pen and paper and start scrolling something down. So, I mean, that's like talking to you, you talking to me about being popular. I I don't understand that. I don't have a grasp on that. I, you make my dreams come true. You, 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 you. <laughs> Hollow Notes is going to sue you if they find out about that. Sue me? <laughs> yeah, for butchering their music. They might want me to come on tour. 
You're looking like a fool to me. Tell me why you have to go make things so complicated. I dare you to do that. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> All right, on that note, we're done. We can't top that. <laughs> Avril Levine's going to sue both of us. All right, Tony and Austin, coming up next. Did we have any feedback we needed to share today? I don't think we did. Uh, we had one. Maybe we can get to it tomorrow. I thought it was an excellent... Uh, oh, <laughs> we got one. From Sven, Wyoming, Cowboy, and Utah. You were just talking about A-Rod always told you the truth. Uh-huh. Uh, what about the time A-Rod said he was going to go to BYU and then he stayed at Utah? That wasn't true. No, it was true. It just wasn't very long. <laughs> and you forget about Washington. BYU, five minutes. Washington, for about ten minutes. Well, yeah, because it's longer to get to Seattle than it is to Provo. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Tony and Austin are next. We'll see you tomorrow.